raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Yeah. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. Lots of basketball to talk about. Pacers in action, college basketball, high school basketball. Right now, though, the most important guy you know is the man with the scores, the secretary of scores. It's Network Indiana's Brad Huber. To you here on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. The big game today going on right now in Las Vegas is the in-season tournament championship game, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Indiana Pacers. What a story it's been for the Indiana Pacers. Right now, midway through quarter number two, the Lakers lead the Pacers 50 to 45. That's going on in the T-Mobile Arena. And right now, scoring-wise, the leading scorer for the Pacers is Obi Toppin with 10 points. A lot of college games across the uh, slate today. Indiana gets trounced by Auburn, 104-76. That was down in Atlanta. Purdue, number four in the country, hangs on and beats Alabama, 92-86. That sets up a matchup with the top-ranked Arizona Wildcats at Gamebridge Fieldhouse next Saturday between Arizona and Purdue. Notre Dame and Marquette is ongoing at the moment. Butler defeated California. How about this? And double overtime at Hinkle Fieldhouse today, 97-90. Indiana State was all over their in-state rivals, Southern Indiana, 98-54. Also, we had Virginia Tech beat Valpo, 71-50. Division II, Indianapolis Greyhounds, winners over Lewis, 90-76. Lake Superior State beat Purdue Northwest, 76-65. Well, more scores throughout the night. We'll keep you up to date on the Indiana Patriots as well. Back to Coach Lovell here in a moment. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Pacers and Lakers in action in Vegas as we speak. As Brad mentioned, college basketball today, interesting day. Uh, IU absolutely um, no match for Auburn. 104-76. That's disappointing, to say the least. Is a uh, very impressive. Bruce Pearl's guys are going to put pressure on you. Uh, they're going to guard you. Uh, they're going to run the court. Uh, they can shoot it. Uh, and you, you need to you need to stop dribble penetration. You need to get on the glass if you're going to you, know, you play his teams. That, that's that's how it goes. Um, that was a disappointing loss. We'll talk about that a little bit later on tonight. Purdue grinds one out against Alabama, ninety-two eighty-six. Uh, very, very, you know, hard-fought win. Said even though Alabama's not ranked, it's a, a talented group. Uh, made a great run, as everyone knows, a year ago. So, um, Purdue, you know, again, it's a good week for them. Picked up a couple of necessary wins after losing in Northwestern. Butler and Cal is a shootout, double overtime. Dogs are putting some things together. Need to need to pay attention to this team. They're, they're really starting to put some things together, becoming really solid, especially on the offensive end right now. As Brad mentioned, Indiana State beat USI 98-54, worst loss for the Screaming Eagles since they joined Division One. That's a surprise. 
a surprise in the sense that the spread was that large. Uh, it also reaffirms what the people understand is how good Indiana State is. They, they really they really are good. Virginia Tech beats Valpo 71-50. As Brad mentioned, University of Indianapolis beat Lewis 67-63. Wittenberg beat Wabash 75-62. Indiana Wesleyan over IU East 98, uh, excuse me, now 98-93. And nationally ranked Trine. How about this? Maybe the best win of the night for an Indiana school. They beat UW-Stevens uh, UW Point. Uh, 79-78 to stay unbeaten and stay obviously ranked in the top 25. So that's that's an impressive way to start the weekend. Coming up, we, we're going to spend some time talking about some of these games. We're also going to spend time uh, talking about the Pacers. Colts have a game tomorrow taking on Cincinnati. That's a 1 o'clock start uh, in Cincinnati. Uh, another very winnable game. Minus Joe Burrow. So uh, could be a good uh, solid start, a continued solid start for the uh, for the Colts. And uh, Brad, Brad, you have you situated now? Brad Huber, you with me? I'm here back in my uh, the other room here. All right, brother, you, you, uh, you've been busy. So thank you so much. Your guys play tomorrow. The Ball State Cardinals are in action tomorrow. Uh, a Sunday afternoon game. Uh, at Worthen Arena, haven't lost there. This group uh, should be a fun game tomorrow afternoon. Should be. They play Southern Illinois University of Edwardsville tomorrow back at Worthen Arena. And like you said, they're undefeated at home with their only two losses coming on the road. But uh, they did get a good win at Detroit Mercy back on Wednesday night, a two-game winning streak going into this game with SIUE. And it'd be nice if they could build some momentum because they have a very tough opponent next week at Gamebridge Fieldhouse for the Indiana State Sycamores. We all know that Indiana State's right. probably the second-best team in the state of Indiana behind Purdue. So that would be a tough matchup. It'd be great if they could go in the finals week with a three-game win streak going into that big one next week here in Indianapolis should be should should absolutely be um great great win today though uh excuse me uh, good win for Purdue big come from behind so to speak um IU a really disappointing day um it's a uh again no this was a uh, hailed as a, a, a quite a matchup it could have been a big step for this relatively young and inexperienced Hoosier team. Uh, neutral court, if you're going to play a team of that caliber, it's good to have them on a neutral court. And um, this one, this was not good at all. All right, tell me about the Cincinnati Bengals and the Colts uh, tomorrow. That's a 1 o'clock start in Cincinnati, correct? That's correct, and it sounds like it's going to be a very uh, nasty weather day tomorrow afternoon with rain and wind. Tomorrow should be interesting, and we know that these next couple of games are huge when it comes to the playoff race for the Colts. Colts sitting at 7-5. and five. They play mm-hmm. Cincinnati, who is 6-6 six and six next week, of course, without Joe Burrow, and Pittsburgh at 6-6 six and six the following week, so a right. big couple of weeks for the Colts' playoff hopes. Perfect. Thanks. Brad Huber coming up every 15 minutes for scoreboard updates. Short break. We'll come back and talk more on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. 
Glad you could join us. Busy Saturday night. Brad Huber scores every 15 minutes. Brad, what's uh, what's the update on the Pacers and the Lakers right now? I, yeah, late. I'm not buying TV, but I know they've started. Yeah, late in the first half, Pacers hanging around with the Lakers, 52 to 49, in favor of the Lakers right now. 3:19 to go in the first half of play, and right now, Obi Toppin, the leading scorer for the Pacers, the only player in double figures with 10. And Anthony Davis, 17, the link scorer for the Lakers. So when they come out of this, win or lose, when when are they in back in action next? They're back in action on Monday in Detroit, and they begin, I believe it's a four-game road trip. Uh-huh. And that Detroit game's got trap Yikes. game written all over it between the championship game tonight, and then they go to Milwaukee, who's the favorite to win the division, who the Patriots beat on Thursday in the semifinals of this tournament, right. and beat them right. earlier in the year at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. So it'll be interesting to see once this tournament ends tonight how they'll be able to settle in and kind of get back into a rhythm with still 60 games to go in the regular season before we get to the playoffs for real in April. That's a great point. 60 games to go. It's been fun. It's been interesting. And the Pacers have benefited greatly in terms of recognition factors, specifically Tyrese Halliburton. Um, but it's uh, there's a lot, a lot of basketball to be played. Um, my son-in-law pointed out something that was interesting to me, that LeBron James has been both the youngest and the oldest player in the NBA. Talk about a prolific career, man, oh, man. But it's uh, it's a fun team to watch. They're, they're fun. Um, they're uh, kind of an electrifying team, uh, spearheaded by Tyrese Halliburton. They can make shots. We all understand they could improve defensively, but quite frankly, who couldn't? So there's that. So that, that's that's a big thing. And I think it's it's what's, it's always good. I think it's good for the Pacers. I think it's good for the state for the Pacers, for basketball in our state. I, I'm, I'm one of these, I don't know, purists, maybe uh, I'm crazy, but I think it's great when the Pacers are, are successful. I think it's great when IU and Purdue are successful, you know, especially in central Indiana. It's good when Butler is successful. I don't want to leave out your Cardinals. I think it's, you know, if you could get them all to win, it'd be wonderful. I'd have a great Friday and Saturday night if they won all the time, but sometimes that doesn't happen. So, you know, if you're a basketball fan, Today, a day like today, you got plenty of opportunities to watch some basketball, and you're going to be glued to it. You're going to be watching Are the cards watchable tomorrow. Ball State watchable against SIU Edwardsville. Yeah. Is there a television outlet for that, or are they online? Yeah, it almost seems like in this day and age, you can watch pretty much any game. They'll be on ESPN Plus tomorrow, so I might have them up on the laptop while watching okay. the Colts on TV. So, should be a good uh, afternoon to do that tomorrow. Hopefully, the Cardinals and the Colts can uh, both get wins tomorrow and uh and get central indiana feeling good like you were talking about all right before you get to your scoreboard update give me uh, give me a couple of updates on some high school scores tell me what's going on uh on the high school front i know you're going to get to it soon yeah i'll get to it soon the marion county girls basketball championship wrapped up tonight and lawrence central who i saw a couple of times this week for indiana high school right. sports.com they were all over north central in the championship game 68 32 they beat pike by a few in the semifinal earlier today. So that's the top story. And then we have a lot of games across the state of Indiana. Cathedral beat North Central 71-56 here locally. Uh, Garen Catholic was winners over here at the Chills. Uh, so there, there was just a lot of games across the state. Noblesville over Christmas Addicts by five. So look forward to running down through those here, uh, here in the next right. segment and at the top of the hour. 
Brad Huber, star of the show. He is the uh, Minister of Information tonight and uh, an excited Ball State Cardinal graduate getting excited about their matchup with SIUE tomorrow. And uh, lots and lots of basketball to come up. Scoreboard update with Brad. Coming up, this is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Well, raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Come back, everyone. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Glad you could join us. Busy Saturday night. Brad Huber scores every 15 minutes. Brad, what's uh, what's the update on the Pacers and the Lakers right now? I, yeah, late. I'm not by a TV, but I know they've started. Yeah, late in the first half, Pacers hanging around with the Lakers, 52-49 to in favor of the Lakers right now. 3.19 to go in the first half of play. And right now, Obi Toppin, the leading scorer for the Pacers, the only player in double figures with 10. And Anthony Davis, 17, the leading scorer for the Lakers. So when they come out of this, win or lose, when when are they in back in action next? They're back in action on Monday in Detroit, and they begin, I believe it's a four-game road trip. Uh-huh. And that Detroit game's got trap Yikes. game written all over it between the championship game tonight, and then they go to Milwaukee, who's the favorite to win the division, who the Patriots beat on Thursday in the semifinals of this tournament, right. and beat them right. earlier in the year at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. So... It'll be interesting to see once this tournament ends tonight how they'll be able to settle in and kind of get back into a rhythm with still 60 games to go in the regular season before we get to the playoffs for real in April. That's a great point. 60 games to go. It's been fun. It's been interesting. And the Pacers have benefited greatly in terms of recognition factors, specifically Tyrese Halliburton. Um, But... It's uh, there's a lot, a lot of basketball to be played. Um, my son-in-law pointed out something that was interesting to me that LeBron James has been both the youngest and the oldest. Talk about a prolific career, <laughs> man! Oh man! But it's uh, it's a fun team to watch. They're, they're fun. Um, they're uh, kind of an electrifying team, uh, spearheaded by Tyrese Halliburton. They can make shots. We all understand they could improve defensively, but quite frankly, who couldn't? So there's that. So that, that's that's a big thing, and I think it's it's what's it's always good. I think it's good for the Pacers. I think it's good for the state, for the Pacers, for basketball in our state. I, I'm I'm one of these. I don't know, purist, maybe uh, I'm crazy, but I think it's great when the Pacers are, are successful. I think it's great when IU and Purdue are successful, you know, especially in central Indiana. It's good when Butler is successful. I don't want to leave out your Cardinals. I think it's, you know, if you could get them all to win, it'd be more. I'd have a great Friday and Saturday night if they won all the time, but sometimes that doesn't happen. So, you know, if you're a basketball fan, 
Today, a day like today, you got plenty of opportunities to watch some basketball, and you're going to be glued. To, you're going to be watching the cards watchable tomorrow. Ball State watchable against SIU Edwardsville. Yeah. Is there a television outlet for that, or are they online? Yeah, it almost seems like in this day and age, you can watch pretty much any game. They'll be on ESPN Plus tomorrow, so I might have them up on the laptop while watching okay. the Colts on TV. So. Should be a good uh, afternoon to do that tomorrow. Hopefully the Cardinals and the Colts can uh, both get wins tomorrow and uh, and get Central Indiana feeling good like you were talking about. All right, before you get to your scoreboard update, give me, uh, give me a couple of updates on some high school scores. Tell me what's going on uh, on the high school front. I know you're going to get to it soon. Yeah, we'll get to it soon. The Marion County Girls Basketball Championship wrapped up tonight. And Lawrence Central, who I saw a couple of times this week for Indiana High School Sports.com, they were all over North Central in the championship game. 68-32, they beat Pike by a few in the semifinal earlier today. So that's the top story. And then we have a lot of games across the state of Indiana. Cathedral beat North Central 71-56 here locally. Uh, Garen Catholic was winners over Heritage Hills. Uh, so there, there was just a lot of games across the state. Noblesville over Christmas Addicts by five. So look forward to running down through those here uh, here in the next right. segment and at the top of the hour. Brad Huber, star of the show. He is the uh, Minister of Information tonight. And uh, an excited Ball State Cardinal graduate getting excited about their matchup with SIUE t- tomorrow. And... Uh, Lots and lots of basketball to come up. Scoreboard update with Brad coming up. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Yeah, and a lot going on here tonight with the Indiana Pacers trailing the Lakers 60-56. to That is late in the first half of play. Marquette is all over Notre Dame 31-12. to That's with 8.42 to go in the first half of play. Just wrapping up in state rivalry in hockey, the Indy Fuel beat Fort Wayne 3-1. to High school basketball, Bar Reeve over Robinson, Illinois 56-39. Belmont defeated Heritage 63-38. to Benton Central winners over Delphi 72-56. Borden over Crothersville, 78-47. Brownsburg winners tonight over Chesterton, 36-33 in the low-scoring affair. Clinton Christian beat Smith Academy, 37-27. Columbia City squeaks by Carroll Fort Wayne, 68-66. Columbus North gets by Greenwood, 44-39. Culver Academy beats South Bend Career, 61-32. Daleville defeated Eastern Hancock, 56-52. Danville defeated Harrison West Lafayette, 59 to 57. The Cow was all over Fremont, 72 to 43. Eastside winners over Prairie Heights, 48 to 34. Edgewood over Bloomfield, 67 to 50. 30. In overtime tonight, Edinburgh beat Milan 69 to 60 down in the southeastern part. Elwood defeated Providence Crystal Ray handily 57 to 23. Fort Wayne Blackhawk over Norwell, 72 to 36. Fort Wayne North over Warsaw, 57-56 in the tight one. And Fort Wayne Snyder over Mooresville, 62-59. More at the top of the hour. This is Brad Huber for Network Indiana Sports. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to save lives.org is their website. College basketball today, the Boilermakers, 92-86 winners over Alabama. At Mackey Arena, the voice of the Boilers, Rob Blackman, joins me. Rob, hard-fought win, well-deserved win for the Boilers today. Uh, yes, Bob, it was. A quick uh, note, though, however, that game was in Toronto. It was the Zach Geedy homecoming game. 
Uh, uh, really nice. To, yeah. Really nice to have Zach not only finally get a chance to play in front of uh, friends and family. How cool. But to right. have 35, uh, yeah, 35 points and seven rebounds as well, <laughs> that wasn't oh. bad either. So, uh, no. It was really cool. Uh, really cool that his. Uh, I don't know how many friends and family had, he had there. It felt like 2,000, but uh, they all had matching yellow t- Yeah, all had matching yellow T-shirts on that said uh, Zach's house. Uh, just really cool. And, you know, sometimes, Bob, you know how that goes. It, it maybe doesn't always have the fairy tale ending that you would like for the player because either, you know, maybe he gets a little too nervous or a little too anxious. He, you know, he wants to, he wants so badly yeah. to do yeah. well in front of his family. But, man, he, uh, I don't know that he could have played much better. Uh, 10 of 21 shooting, made all 11 of his free throws. And, and uh, you know, 35 points. That uh, You can't do it much better than that. So, uh, to me, that was no. the nicest part about that whole thing, the fact that Zach got to perform so well in front of friends and family for the first time in his college career. And they wrap up a pretty good week. I mean, think about it. This is this has been a good week. You know me. I understand how hard it is to win. And so, you know, you've got an unranked Alabama team that you think maybe you, you, you ought to have a little bit of easy time with it. But there's no such thing in this day and age. And, you know, to go to Zach Eady, he's been pretty level-headed in how he approaches things. He handles things. He's, you know, he's got that great demeanor when he's on the court. Uh, he's, he's a, you know, he's a spirited guy internally. Um, but he doesn't show you much emotion. And I, I hope for his sake he was able to get out there. And it sounds like he had a lot of fun today. He had a lot of fun, no doubt about it. It was one of the really, really neat parts of the whole thing. He he moved up to number 10 in the Purdue career scoring charge today, mm-hmm. uh, bypassing, uh, bypassing Robbie Hummel, and Hummel was on the broadcast. So when the game was over, yeah, Hummel actually had to interview Zach Eady for television. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hummel, Hummel gets knocked out of the top ten today and then has to interview the guy that just knocked him out. So that, that was pretty neat, too. But, yeah, I tell you what, Alabama, man, 94 points a game coming in, second-highest scoring team in the country. Uh, let's not forget, this is the same This is the same program that last year was the number right. one overall seed in the NCAA tournament. So they are not void of talent. Yeah, they've had a couple tough ones early in the season, but make no mistake about it, they are as talented as anyone will see all season. So really good win for Purdue uh, on a neutral floor in a game that really, Bob, felt like an NCAA tournament game. The intensity yeah. was really yeah. ramped up from, from both sides. So it was really, really fun to be a part of. All right, well, you're there all the time. What do you think about the week they had, including this win over Alabama? Well, you know, you beat, the, the interesting thing is, uh, you know, Purdue beats Iowa Monday, who was right. the leading uh, scoring team in the Big Ten at 91 points a game. And then you come back and you play today against a team that, as I just said, was averaging 94 points a game. So Purdue defensively was really, really tested this week. Uh, was Purdue perfect defensively? Certainly not. But I think they did take some major strides, especially from the way they played in the second half against Northwestern last week. Um, so to me, that was probably the most uh, most impressive thing to see that Purdue is making some strides defensively. Again, there were some breakdowns today. You know, Mark Sears uh, went off for 35 points for, for, for Alabama. I think he made eight, eight or nine threes. I mean, the guy was unstoppable today. But outside of that, Purdue did a good job of really holding everybody else in check for Alabama. So... Uh, look, if you can play two of the top-scoring offenses in the country in back-to-back games and hold both of them below their per-scoring average, that tells me you're making some strides defensively, and, and hopefully can, Purdue can keep doing that. 
I think they are making strides uh, defensively. And, and I think, you know, look, today's a day where they shoot the ball reasonably well and the supporting cast does what they do. And I think that's going to be continuing for the, the Boilers. This is that classic work in progress to try to put all those pieces together. It's a long year. But where they are right now, I think you have to be pretty pleased. And I like the way, you know, Purdue's 9-1, and one, and it feels like all nine of the victories – have come in a different fashion. Um, for instance, today Alabama tried something I don't think I've ever seen someone try against Purdue, and that was just literally shoot the three ball every time you had a possession. They shot, I think, <laughs> I don't have the stats in front of me, I think they shot 46 threes, Bob, I think. I think they shot 18 Yikes. twos and 46 threes. Now think about that. 46 threes in a college game. You only play 40 minutes. <laughs> they took 46 three-point shots. So basically their philosophy was, look, we're not going to even mess around with Big Zach Eady and right. forget about right. it. We're just going to chuck it up from deep, and hey, who knows, it might work. And by golly, it almost did. It almost did. So yet a, Purdue finds another way to win against a, a really different type of approach from the other team. And to me, that's also pretty, uh, pretty positive news that Purdue finds a way to beat a team that literally said, okay, we're just going to shoot the three ball every gosh darn time or, or we have it, and, and let's see how it shakes out. <laughs> You know, statistically, it makes sense. I mean, if you think about it, if you're, you know, Zach E's going to go for his points, so you're going to trade his two for your three. And if you hit, if yep, you hit enough right. of them, you, you know, statistically, logically, you've got a chance to win. I, I have no, I have no problem with the strategy, especially with the team that's still trying to put some things together. Why not? I don't either. Think about this. Alabama made 13 threes in the first half. That tied their season high. Their season high in the first half, they'd already made 13 threes. But, yes, I'm with you, Bob. Zach Eady is such a different different, uh, uh, ball player. He's so unique to anything we've seen in college basketball for so long. You have to try a really uh, uh, unique, if that's the right word, approach. Yeah, and Alabama. Yeah. I'm with. I'm with you. I. I hey. I, a tip of the cap to them. To me, why not try it, especially in a non-conference game? And who knows? Like I said, it might work. It did not work today, but it almost did. And I. I a tip of the cap to Alabama. I. I thought their offensive approach was actually pretty. It was pretty good. Who's up next for the Boilers? Well, how about number one ranked Arizona sitting next Saturday in uh, in downtown Indianapolis? The schedule gets no easier for the Boilermakers. Although we finally get play, we get to finally play someone who's ranked number one instead of the other way around. So thank the good Lord for that. <laughs> Rob, you make my weekends. Trust me. Thanks so much. Be safe. We'll talk to you next weekend. Rob Blackman, voice of the Purdue Boilermakers Boilers win in Toronto over Alabama. We're back talking more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.